Make a move it, then she'll call him. Forest fires, Google's ballin'. Take a chance and roll the dice one day. If you're a DM player, find you. Millennials can join this quest too. Expedition, we're gonna find a way. Hi, this is Andy Goodman. Welcome to what to me is a very special episode of Expedition to the Grizzly Peaks. This one's all about death, or as the title says, things that can be worse than death. This is a very instantaneous compilation of various clips um, that all really started sort of yesterday morning when I left some urgent messages with uh, Joe Richter from Hindsightless because I was having a bit of um, bit of trouble um, just thinking about what was going to happen in in that night's yesterday night's session of Master of Nile Arthotep. Oh, sorry about the deep breathing. I've just finished my run and I had to reply to you. Um, you could have read my mind. <laughs> Tonight's session starts with one of the characters having accidentally summoned Nihilathotep. <laughs> um, she's only got 43 sanity right now, which means, depending on how nice or nasty Nihilathotep tends, um, uh, intends to be, and what... Um, you know, how he's going to come dressed, so to speak, to the party, she could be about to lose a D100 sanity, and that would be curtains. Permanente. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Maybe, I'll, Maybe I'll leave you a message after the session. Um, I actually, you know what? I do need some advice on how to run this. Maybe I'll give you another call in a minute. So, rules as written, well, she's actually cast contact now, which brings him in one to three days. Now, I'm going to kind of gloss over that because I think that's a bit lame. Like, I've already told her she's just cast the spell at the end of the last session. So, well, you know, I could, you know, what well, that could work. If you reply to this before this evening, let me know your thoughts. The two options are, it appears immediately, all shit breaks loose in her hotel room. Or she casts a spell and then nothing happens, which might freak her out even more. And then... A day to three days later, then, oh, who's that knocking at my door? Oh, it's the crawling chaos. <sighs> Should I give her a try? Okay, there's another question as well. So, up to now, Nihilathotep has kind of taken a little interest in them, in the party. Now, part of me is thinking, he's got some plan for them. I don't know what it is. <laughs> they certainly don't know what it is. Well, I certainly don't know. Nihilathotep knows what it is, but I don't. Um, so maybe, maybe it's a little bit, you know, out of character so far for him to just show up as the calling chaos and send her over the edge. I think he's going to try and get her to do something to submit to him. Dilemmas, dilemmas. Maybe she's also becoming a ghoul. I didn't mention that, did I? <laughs> she's got, she's got incipient ghoulism. Oh man, there's too many things in the air. I've got to juggle. So Joey gave me a bunch of advice, and what you're going to hear after that is some pretty raw stuff. My feelings about what happened after that, and 
And then at the very end, there's there's some clips from the actual session. I, I have got my players' permission to play them because it gets kind of emotional, very emotional. Hope you enjoy it. Hey, Andy, that was a great call-in episode, man. And it was really good to hear Spencer again. It's been too long. Uh, you were talking about pulp and it being hard to kill people and you needing to make them spend their luck. And you kind of mentioned sanity checks like in a passing manner, but the more sanity checks you make, the more luck they'll spend on those. And then they might not have the 30 luck. Like, I think if you're, you know, really diligent about sanity checks, uh, they'll start to get their sanity whittled down, then they'll start to spend luck to pass those checks, and then you'll be able to get them with some violent shit. Because, <laughs> you know, in listening to your uh, your actual plays, there was a time when some players got sucked into a painting, and there wasn't any sanity checks for that. And I was like, oh, come on, you could have got them there for sure. Anyway, man, you're doing great shit. Uh, get them. Get those players. Peace out. Yo, dude, these are my favorite kinds of problems. I love thinking about this shit. And I am fully on board. I like once you said that it takes one to three days and you were thinking about skipping that. But then I was thinking, oh, man, it might be cool if you waited and surprised her. And then you said that. I was like, yep, there you go, man. I think that's the key. Nothing happens, right? That'll freak her out because she successfully cast a spell. And so when nothing happens, she's just going to be waiting for that other shoe to drop. And I think that's great. Um, you could always send, I know the spell is like contact Nyarlathotep, I think, but you, I, I know, I think that I'm an idiot. Anyway, you could send like an emissary, one of his uh, servants or one of the monsters that hangs out with Nyarlathotep. And, you know, don't be worried about, oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah, and don't worry about not knowing what, Nyarlathotep's plan is because we are just mere mortals. We can't understand the wants and desires of these alien entities. Like he could want her to go get him a cup of tea. And in the grand scheme of all of Nyarlathotep's plans, that could be the end of the world in 50 years. Who knows? Nyarlathotep does. Cause isn't he the, the way and the gate? I forget. Anyway. Um, yeah, man. If you hit her when if he does send one of his visages, uh, I would absolutely hit her with one D10, one D100 sand loss. You know, she makes it just a D10 and that's fine. She might go. And then if she does have a if she does lap into temporary insanity and has I, I forget the breakdown or whatever, I forget the terms anymore, but that would be a good excuse. You know, you could just fade it to black then if uh, and be like, yeah, you wake up several hours later and you find yourself covered in blood, but it's not your own blood. You know, that's you can do that kind of stuff and you don't have to like, you know, like play it all out. You can just because she if if she does fail and takes a bunch, you know, of sand loss, even I think if you lose five points at one go, I think that triggers a temporary insanity. And so, yeah, you could just be like it blasts your mind and you black out and yeah, you wake up in a different place or something. I don't know. That's, that's just my thoughts. Anyway, man, hope that was helpful. Maybe have fun, dude. Have fun. 
Yo, dude, you might still be deep in your game right now, but I hope you let me or all of us know how your session went tonight, you know, how the how the meeting with Nyarlathotep went, because I am really super interested now. So, or if you're going to release it as an actual play, let me know. So, you know, I don't, you don't need to give me any spoilers or anything, man, but I hope it went really well. You're an awesome dude. And yeah, man. Anyway, that's it for me. Hope you had a great time tonight, and I will talk to you soon. Peace out. So, by, um, by popular request, I'm back at the coffee maker. <laughs> uh, Jason from Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Wondered why I didn't make any more of these um, early morning coffee recordings. I guess I just haven't woken up in a while and wanted to record anything. <sighs> but um, but this morning I needed to record something. Um, I recorded something last night, um, but I, it was actually in the form of messages sent to Joe Richter from Hindsightless. And... Um, Man, it was an emotional night last night. It really was a very emotional night. Um, we had our first character death in Mass of Nyarlathotep. After, hmm, how long is it? Over nine months, almost ten months of play. Actually, no, longer, longer. What am I talking about? We started in October. It's four, ten, yeah, ten and a half months of play. Nearly eleven months of play. Now, you know, as I said in a, in a, a couple of days ago, maybe I'm maybe I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> you know, if we've got if we've got eight eight months in to Master Nyarlathotep, uh, ten months in. See, it's too early. Uh, I only got about five hours sleep last night. Um, if we've got about. 10 months into what is supposedly the most deadly campaign, <laughs> legendary, um, and even playing pulp, and no characters have died yet, then maybe you are doing something wrong. And I'm only, I'm only, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of, I'm joking really. Um, but uh, no, it was, it was super intense. It was super intense. Um, the character didn't actually die. And, and I'm realizing now that that this um, other way of dying called Cthulhu, it's really interesting and quite it's quite challenging because uh, Sid's character Cole um, went to zero sanity. Now Cole's still alive, but he's gone. Um, now I'm gonna see if I can find those those messages that I sent to uh, to Joe. Hey man, <laughs> oh, that was intense. That was super intense. Sid was in tears. Another player was in tears. Um, <laughs> so I, I I decided I couldn't I couldn't string it out too long because it was just too tense so she got visited by a hunting horror that came and licked her face um she actually plays a male character so it licked his face 
um, she decided to do the sensible thing, just fire into his mouth. It got a bit angry, took a big chunk out of her, him. Um, and then the other investigators uh, burst into the room and there was just the, cat, the guy lying on the floor. So he was pretty messed up, down to four hit points. They patched him up. He wouldn't sleep in that room. It basically came into his hotel room um, and told him, not yet, once it had it in his grip before he passed out, not yet. Anyway, they had a good night's sleep. <laughs> and then the next day, they carried on with the investigation. They, they went and tracked down this guy they needed to speak to. He um, ne- needed his morning morning whiskey. He's a raging alcoholic. They took him to the nearest his local cafe, and they got the drinks lined up. And they start chatting. And at some point, he mentions the digging up of uh, Nitocris, Queen Nitocris, Nalathotep's consort, um, and how everything went black. And at that moment, for my player's character, everything starts to go black. His vision starts getting blurry and goes black at the edges. And then suddenly he's sort of floating. And there in front of him is Nyarlathotep in his sort of beautiful pharaoh um, costume. <laughs> uh, they have a little chat. Nyarlathotep. Giving him a, an offer, he can uh, he can either join him, become his servant, or suffer the consequences. And of course, he's a pulp hero. He ain't bowing down to no god. Yeah, so that's when Nalathotep showed his true form, and uh, that one was not so beautiful. Um, in fact, it was pretty mind shattering. And she only had 37, she, he only had 37 sanity. So there were chances. I mean, 37 is low, but here's the deal. First, she had a chance to make the sanity roll. Now, it's only not a good chance, but still a chance. One in three. Failed. Then the D100 roll. Still had a chance. She rolled 66. No going back from that. And now his character is catatonic and his mind is off in the dreamlands and he ain't coming back. Yo, dude, that sounds awesome. Super intense, super stressful, I'm sure, but it sounds amazing, man. Uh, yeah, dude, the dice, you, you let the dice fall where they may. They did. And that's the deal. And, you know, you said they're catatonic and their mind is out in the dreamlands. You could have a whole spinoff adventure, if you wanted, where the party goes and rescues them, their spirit from the dreamlands or something like that, if you wanted. But it sounds awesome. It's going to be a night that they remember forever, probably. And I think that's the important thing, that they're going to remember this you know Shay and you a lot of folks have been talking about this other world immersion and if you bring tears to your players while they're playing the game 
that's immersion, dude. That's what everyone says they're looking for, and that's awesome, dude. I'm glad it went that way. I mean, I'm not happy that the player lost their character. That's never fun. But one, I think it's good for role players to lose characters. I think it's part of the game and doesn't happen maybe nearly as much as it used to. I don't know. But anyway, dude, it sounds like an amazing session. It sounded super fun. And well, fun's the wrong word, right? Like intense. Intense is the right word. Yeah, anyway, man, just that's awesome. I am glad that in some small way I could be a little bit of part of that. I love that kind of shit in role-playing games, that intense, raw emotion that you get from your players sometimes. That is it for me, you know? And I just think it's awesome, dude. I, I really hope that you don't beat yourself up too much about it. it it's tough, I know, like, you know, when your players are upset because they lose a character or something, yeah, like it can be easy to be like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I should have, you know, coddled them and not let that happen. But in the long run, that player is going to remember that encounter for a very long time, like forever, maybe. And that's fucking rad, man. So anyway... Man, that always goes on a lot longer than I thought it was going to go. <laughs> Anything is going to go on, especially when you're recording it. Oh, man, so it was a it was a really emotional night, a really emotional night last night. Um, I may or may not include at the end of this episode the the sequence where. Where Sid's character dies, where Cole dies, but um, we were we were all deeply affected by it. Um, I this morning I wake up and I'm and I'm feeling feeling all kinds of things, possibly some kind of regret. Um, Cole was a really important character. I mean. Sid the player is the is is she's the important factor in it. <laughs> you know, it's like the character had some kind of existence as well after all this time. Um but it's it's complicated and you know I I I've killed off loads and loads of characters, don't get me wrong. Um in short campaigns, in one shots, you know, I, I I killed off five out of the six of the characters that just played Blackwater Creek, no problem. But this is really different, and and Joe and I, you know, in our interview, we talked about character death, and and I was talking about it purely from a, you know, what how does the story carry on, and 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 what does the, you know, what would the listeners think in a, in the actual play, and you know, you know, breaks the narrative and. All those things may be true or may not be true, you know. Um, we have some listeners. I, I don't know how much they care about the characters. I hope they do. Um, but it feels, it actually, <laughs> this sounds crazy. It feels like we've lost someone. <laughs> you know, at the end, at the end of the clip that I may put at the end, you, you, you hear that in people's voices. 
you know, the what what are we going to do now? <laughs> I'm, I'm getting quite emotional just talking about this. It's it's, and I need I, I need to speak to Sid now. I, we need to figure out what the hell's going to go on. I mean, look, uh, the character is dead. There there is a possibility somehow. I mean, there's always a possibility that that um, that he could be brought back some way. I mean, not. Not by the rules. By the rules, when you read Zero Sanity, you, you become an NPC. In Cole's case, case he's catatonic. His mind is is somewhere else. And um, yeah, I need some more time to think about this. I'll I'll stop this segment now. I, I need some time to think. So uh, I think it's going to take me a few days to really process everything that's that's happened am i making too big a deal of this i feel like i am but but i'm not at the same time because it's it's more like my response to the players reactions i i just listened back um to that segment of of the recording from last night where sid's character dies and and it's it's pretty intense um more you know more than one person is crying at that point and 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 um, and fuck! I was thinking th- th- this is what this is. It. At the time, I wasn't thinking that. At the time, I was thinking, oh, have I have I gone too far? But no, of course you haven't gone too far. This is the point of of in a way. This is the point of why we play is to is to transport ourselves somewhere else to, to truly believe in what we're doing, um, to so that it goes beyond just being a game. Um, my, uh, you know, I, I was, my hands were shaking a bit at, at the end of that session when I, you know, switched off the recording. Um, I, I don't know any, any game. Well, actually, there are games where you get that, um, that, that, um, those feelings. Um, I, so I think some board games create that feeling. Um, poker certainly creates those feelings but but with poker this even no matter how small stakes you're playing the, the stakes are somehow real you're, you're really losing or winning money off your friends and it can feel very intense um sport actually can also feel like that i think more watching than playing possibly although i used to play tennis a lot with my brother and um those emotions were real when I lost <laughs> and I lost a lot because he was a lot better than me. Um, we were only a year apart in age and um, he was older and a lot more athletic. So I lost a lot. <laughs> Hard to take when you're 13. Anyway, I'm not 13 anymore. but um, And that didn't feel like losing last night or at least I hope it didn't. It felt like losing something, but not like losing. It felt like we we won something as well. We won something pretty special. Um, Joe sent me... um, Joe Richter sent me some text messages after, after, you know, this morning. He was helping me out, actually, with with ideas for what what to do. (laughs) Um, and, And he listened back to the recording... Of, of of Cole's death and said, that's fucking immersion. Sid will never forget what happened last night. She will remember that forever. And, you know, 
isn't that what we're trying to do? Create memories that last forever. So that's, that's about it, really. Um, well, except for one thing, because I know a lot of you probably don't like and don't listen to the actual plays, but I wanted to play a couple of things from the recording last night. Um, they're, they're not too long. They're really just sort of the aftermath <laughs> and the reaction, um, the reaction to what went on. Um, there's a little bit of the role playing as well, but it's mainly really about the reaction because I, I think it's, I think it's kind of good to hear this stuff. So um, give it a go, <laughs> even if you don't like listening to actual plays. I, I think there's something interesting here uh, for people to to hear. So um, yeah, I'll I'll just play out with with this, and then and then more most poignantly of all would, would be um, TJ's. Uh, melancholy version <laughs> of, of Expedition to the Grizzly Peaks. This is your moment. Oh, shit. This is your moment, Mr. Cole. Where's the, where's the thing? There it is. Got the necklace. You have, you, you have to make a sanity roll. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, do I have enough luck? No, you can't spend luck on the sanity roll. Shit! <sighs> this thing, it's not just wait. what it looks like. It's, it seems to be warping space around it. It seems to be warping you as well. And it seems to be warping your mind. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, uh, real talk, Andy. If, I'm gonna, if, you, if you're going to roll anything, can I roll it? No, no, it, this is your roll. This is your roll. This is, you failed your sanity roll. So you're going to have to roll this. Okay. And it's a D100. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so you, need to ro you need to get below a 37 on a D100 now. Oh, I don't want to. Okay. I don't even want to look. I don't even want to look at it. No. No. My boy. Yeah. You are now permanently <laughs> insane. And Cole, as you know him, has gone. <laughs> oh, my God. I have actual tears. Fuck. <laughs> I think, and I think we probably should go and look at a comet now, shouldn't we? Oh, let's oh go God. look at yeah. a comet, guys. People can talk. People can talk. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Fuck me. Oh. Wow. What the mm. fuck? The dice. See, it's. Huh? I did not see that coming. Yeah. You 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 are broken, Cole. <laughs> no. And that means that she can't play him anymore? Yeah. Like he's permanently gone? He can't be treated or anything? No. Out with oh. a fucking whimper! <laughs> oh no! Once you go down to zero sanity, that's it. Oh, that knocked it all out? Yeah, she rolled a 66. Oh. I mean, the dice were against you, but... Yeah. yeah. You had the chances. You and... failed me, necklace. Why? <laughs> oh, oh, you were holding your real necklace. Yes. Oh, I, yeah. see, I, thought, I was thinking, what necklace does Cole have? No. Oh, oh I'm, I'm a bit. Um, I'm a bit. My heart's going a bit as well. <laughs> Good. Oh, Sharing the pain. <laughs> Andy, Andy, you killed him. 
You, I didn't Eddie, kill him. You did your hands. <laughs> Why was Every... I the first one to fucking die? <laughs> no, it had to be one I mean, of us. Look, look, this was pure dice rolls. It was. Yes. It was really oh, quite. I mean, the first she rolled an extreme. Yeah, the extreme. The extreme. That's what did it. That was the killer because that was it. That was summoning Nilarthotep. And then he was coming, and so it, it was just a ticking clock. And then you failed that sanity roll, which means it was a D hundred, and then you rolled a sixty-six. Oh, that's rough. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Oh my god. Fuck. Other plans with it? For fuck's sake! <laughs> it is not the thirty-first yet. What? I had a mini of him coming. Oh, oh no! What? Well, what about Jamie? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Oh. <sighs> oh. I mean, <sighs> you, you guys had a, you guys went a long, long way without anything like this happening. You, you it's very amazing. true. You did amazingly well to get this far. <laughs> you feel like shit. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. But, you know, the, the stakes have, have gone infinitely up since you arrived in Cairo. And, uh, you know, I mean, you knew that. You all knew that. that. He would, like, die protecting someone. Oh, well, Aww, yeah. No, but he died by being loyal. God yeah. damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, mean, he fuck. wasn't going to give in. I mean, if it makes you any feel any better, the only way to have escaped that would have been to turn on your friends. Right. Oh my <laughs> that god. Did cross my, that did cross my mind, but he's yeah. one, he's... And he wouldn't do that. <sighs> god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my okay. god. Well... Look at a comet. I'll get my tears out. <laughs> okay, well, look. I, yeah, I think that we comet all... is going to be Cole's spirit flying, it guys. Is, it oh, is. my God. It is. Look, I, I, I don't know what to say. This is rough. It is rough, but this is... It's <laughs> Call of Cthulhu. Rough. This is Call of Cthulhu. It happens. I was just going to say that I just uh, talked to Andy today about, hey, if my character dies, I know what kind of character I want to make after this. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is the kind of game. <laughs> yes, it's true. Yeah, I've got my backup character, too. And uh, I have an idea for another character, too. But shit, I love I know. Cole. I no, know. I love Cole, too. I, I totally loved Cole. But if you didn't love him, then it wouldn't be so it wouldn't painful. Be meaningful. And it wouldn't have meant so And the whole thing would have meant so much. So right. it's like you only feel pain because you so loved him. You know? It's right. like, That's the quality of the character. Well, at least I did what I set out to do. I, yeah, um, like found Jamie. Yeah. No, I mean like like as a player, like I I, I want to make characters that like if they will die, it's not oh we lost our another like fighter. It's we lost Cole Mortson. Yeah, like yeah, we lost hmm. him, not just hmm. some sheet. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I just now consider like oh shit, now like our sneaky strong boy is gone. Like I was just thinking like no, we lost Cole. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I know now. I, I I'm realizing how big a deal this is. It's like he was, a frontliner. No, not nothing to do with his stats. Nothing to do with any of that. He's kind of the the sort of uh, 
he's the, the glue of you know the one who <laughs> kept things kept us going when we were all going crazy you know he, or he's not literally the... sometimes literally but you know <laughs> sort of the moral the moral center almost oh no <laughs> oh god how is our ca character going to handle losing him oh no <laughs> oh well, that, we will have to find out pub, next week in the middle of a pub we're in the middle of a conversation even mm. it's just yeah. gonna happen like Oh my god. So wait, yeah. what happens when I catch yeah, you? I mean, should we go see look at the comet first? Don't, don't Let's go look at the comet. Let's take a little break and come back. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes, I'm gonna leave everything okay. running. I'll yes. leave, everything, okay. leave everything running and let's go and look at the comet. Okay. Alright. Is Sid back? What a disappointment. Here. Sid, here. how are you feeling, man? Oh, God. I'm writing his fucking eulogy. Give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> For the rest of you, um, you know, you're listening to Jan Willem. And you kind, of notice, kinda... you kind of notice that Cole has just... He's just sitting there, stock still, just staring into space, and he hasn't moved. And when you try to, you know, engage him in, in the conversation, he's utterly unresponsive. His eyes are just staring off into space, and he's no longer speaking. Probably takes like a slow sip. You, you take Cole out, and... At first, maybe you think it's um, that it's just this this thing that's happening to him that his eyes have gone. But then you realize he's completely unresponsive. In fact, catatonic. You, Are his eyes, do his eyes still respond the same way that they did before? Um, no, they're, 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 they're not dilating at all when he goes out in the sun. And his his blink rate has gone down very slow very low and no matter what you do you 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 can't get him to respond and uh you can make a medicine roll okay. i think when she starts to realize he's not responding to anything uh gwen starts to like say more and more inflammatory stuff to try to get a reaction out of him uh you realize after maybe 20 minutes of trying of trying to kind of get him to respond you realize that something is broken completely inside his mind and he needs to go get to a psychiatric hospital. This is extremely serious. So there's nothing much you can do out here. Yeah, I just wait with him. Okay, maybe you sit him down in the shade because he's not even taking any, any efforts to sh shield his his eyes from the sun or, or to get out of the sun and maybe you bring him a glass of water or something you hold it up to his mouth and he just it just dribbles out Cold can i at least gone. get my can i at least get my my pulpy one last line oh <laughs> oh i don't know it doesn't seem appropriate but um we can edit it in post in the dream realm. Okay, what what would your pulpy last line have been? 
it would have been like addressed to he wants I want someone to hear it. Um sorry, this is kind of metagamey, but could could Claudia at some point do a clairvoyance with him? Ooh, that'd be very oh. cool. That that's how we get the line in. Sure. If I can't say it physically. Sure. So yeah, he's He's not. He's not able to speak. But um, Gwen, you you know that your friend uh, Claudia has ways of kind of contacting, communing. Okay, and I think um, I'll call Claudia out here. Okay. Um, I think when you... Claudia sees him, she's going to be extremely concerned. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Okay. Um. So I guess clairvoyance. Go for it. Okay. Hey, nice. So this is what you see. Your eyes go milky, <laughs> or roll back, or whatever it is that. Um. Oh, and just to be really clear, she she's like she is holding his hands, and that's how yeah. she's doing this. Yeah. <laughs> And Gwen's holding Claudia's shoulder. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna cry, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm gonna cry all okay. over again. Okay, and... Um, and the, the, the hot, narrow, dingy alleyway in the street of moths in the poorest corner of the old town of Cairo just fades away for you, Claudia. And... Um, you're sitting on a riverbank next to Cole. And Cole is fishing. I'm waiting for the ferryman. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, Claudia says, Cole, where did you go? Why are you here? I'm going to stay here, doll. Oh. Better. Why? <laughs> Why? Um, what happened? Why? You were just fine. And what's happening? He got the better of me. The the pharaoh. Because of the mask? But that was last night. That was... What? But... Playing it. You can't but... just... You I'm sorry, just... doll. But what about what about us? What about Jamie? What about you? Can't just leave. <laughs> I fucking hate this. <laughs> Claudia, I've been at this ship for so long. If anything, you'll be better this way. Oh. I'm not suffering no more. And eventually I'll I'll be back over on the other side of this river with my dear Cherry. God. <laughs> and fuck, I'll come back and I'll wait for wait for when you guys come by. Oh or when Jamie God. does. <laughs> Claudia is just going to pull out a pole then and um <laughs> 
fish with you until the vision ends. <laughs> okay. Hey, doll. And... Yes. When you go back. When you go back to the to that side. Take my hat with you. And when oh you see God. Jamie, <laughs> tell him I'm <laughs> sorry. I feel. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> and um, and then you do see a boat coming down the river, Cole. A red-headed lady in there. A dark boat coming down the river, being punted along. Someone is poling down the river. A figure you can't quite make out in the deep shadows that the trees down, some way down the riverbank are casting across the river. Um, and as, as it gets closer, you seem to think you recognize the person in the boat. It's, um, it's that... It's that blonde-haired man again. Fuck blonde-haired Randolph. Man. Randolph Carter. Randolph Carter from the Dreamlands. And uh, he just pulls up on the bank. And he says, Come on, Cole. Get in. Can't He's keep waiting. her waiting. And he, he gets up. Pats down his, his coat. Puts his hat back on, and lights one more cigarette. And then, and then Randall Carter pushes off and uh, gives gives Claudia a little wave and a wink, <laughs> and then turns to you and says, "Cole, there's some people that can't wait to see you. It won't be long." And then the vision fades. Okay. So when Claudia gets back, she's going to turn to Gwen and she's going to say, the, we, we have to kill the Black Pharaoh. Give him hell. He took <laughs> Give him Cole. fucking hell. <laughs> he took coal from us, Gwen. Yeah. I figured. Oh. We have to kill him. We, we have to. We have to kill a god. <laughs> going to kill him and Nidocris and the Sphinx and all those brothers. Okay, I, I think that is a good point to end the session. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Oh, oh boy. boy! Oh man! So. <laughs> Okay, well, cause one thing that I am confused about, so the way that, that Cole was treating it was if he was dying, but then we saw that one guy who's from the Dreamlands. So, I'm just trying to think, like, there's still a part of me that's... <laughs> right, like, you know, is is it a good idea to let him, like, live out the rest of his days in a like you know uh catatonic state right yeah i mean if his i mean if his soul's already ferried off to the dream world i feel like the at worst case they're just feeding uh feeding the body for a while but we don't know i mean is a dreamlands the same thing as death right we don't know yeah no, you don't know enough about these things. We don't know yet. anything about this thing. Um, but I mean, I mean, if I if I'm speaking as your 
keeper of arcane uh-huh. lore, um, Cole is gone. Right. Um, once you go down to zero sanity, that's it. But I, I mean more like because, like, I can understand, you know, um, Sid not being able to play him anymore. But, you know, like, is that I the mean, same thing as he, it's, like, never being able to... Because remember, right. um, but he's not a play a player character anymore. Right. Yeah, he's right. an NPC at this point. But he's he's permanently insane now. That doesn't mean that at some point he can't achieve some kind of life again. But it would be so. For instance, all of the major. Uh, okay, this is but a minor. He's going to turn into bronze. All, all of the major <laughs> NPCs, all the major enemy NPCs, they've right. got zero, zero sanity. sanity. Because they've completely given in. Cole didn't give in, and so he's catatonic. He's broken. He wasn't mm. willing to go over to the... To the dark side. Uh, yeah. Right. So, you know, that's that's where we, where we are. Now, who's to say? And the Dreamlands is a pretty fluid place. All kinds of things can happen there. You've only seen a tiny, tiny fraction of what the Dreamlands is. Right. You've you've seen um, uh, yeah, you've seen a tiny, tiny fraction. It's multiple levels of reality inside the Dreamlands as well, but that's me as a GM telling you that. (laughs) Right. So let's leave it there and look, we can chat online. Right. Um, <laughs> to see, just to yeah. process this and think about Damn now, you, Bert. Now, now, Sid, Sid, um, we need to talk because we need to figure <laughs> out who, who you're going to play next. I know. Um, there is a very, there's some very interesting NPCs. There's one particular one that you haven't met yet. Very cool NPC. Not as cool as Cole. <laughs> no. I don't want any other. I want my boy. <laughs> I, you know, I'm glad. I'm glad you, you're reacting like this. It's, it's like it's intense. It's like it's real. It's a real emotion, and I I appreciate that. I think that's, you know, if you didn't, it would it wouldn't mean as much, would it? So you're glad that Sid cried. You bet. No, I'm not glad that Sid cried. <laughs> I know. I <laughs> way um that you know it's like when you love a pet so much that you know and you you know that one day it's gonna die and you're gonna be completely destroyed because this silly little thing this silly little ball of fluff (laughs) you know meant so much to you um but in a similar way when you are so fond and attached to a character um i don't know it's it's pretty special thing a lot of people never have that. They just kind of have some kind of random set of stats on a piece of paper and, and they roll dice. Yeah. But, you know, this is better. I mean, it's painful now, but think of all that Cole did and all he achieved. He was amazing. <sighs> anyway. I, f- I finished up his uh, his little eulogy. <laughs> oh, man. Is, uh, is Craig still, still recording? Because yeah, I imagine yeah. this would be really good at the end of the episode. Okay, go on then. Read his, read his eulogy, please. His name was Cole. Cole Mortson. 
but some called him Charon. Once upon a time, he was a simple private eye that came from a cons- that came upon a conspiracy that stretched far farther than he could ever imagine. But his sense of justice and loyalty to his friends, no, his family, took him across the world fighting things from beyond the veil. And while he fought tooth and nail, he was willing to lay down his life for them. And so it was, the last of him, at long last, finally burned away. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I will stop recording. I will be available on various channels for therapy, counselling, discussions. Yeah, the rabbi's going to come out. It's a game we're role-playing I'm a stranger and you're making mistakes